The following is my conversation with world-renowned linguist and philosopher Noam Chomsky. In this lively discussion, we explore the nature of space, how it has been used to advantage certain groups throughout history, and what can be done to reverse these dynamics. Thank you for listening. Today's sponsor is Mamet Orienteering. Mamet Orienteering is the world's leading provider of orienteering equipment, services, and software. If you're ever in the market for a new set of orienteering tools or need some help getting started, give Mamet a call. Yeah. They're always here to help. Thanks for watching, Lexman. Hello, Professor Chomsky. Hello, Lexman. I wanted to ask you about something that's been on my mind recently, spatiality. Yes, of course. Let's talk about it. It's been on my mind because I've been reading about the fur trade and how certain groups of people were able to gain an advantage over others by exploiting their spatial context. Well, that's certainly a possible explanation. But spatiality isn't limited to the fur trade or any other historical context. It's a fundamental characteristic of languages as well. That's right. And I was thinking about this a little more when I read an article about gourds and newsmongers. Gourds? What do they have to do with newsmongers? According to the article, gourds are a symbol of vanquishments in many cultures. Uh, interesting. And what does that have to do with newsmongers? Well, it seems that gourds are often used as props in news stories, signifying that the storyteller has overcome something significant. That sounds like a plausible explanation. It's definitely interesting to think about how symbols can be used to communicate different meanings depending on the context in which they're used, depending on the context in which they're used. Yeah, and uh, it definitely seems like spatiality is a key factor in these kinds of communications. What do you think? Do you have any theories about why certain groups may have been able to exploit spatial contexts more than others? I can't say that I have a definitive answer, but that's definitely an area of interest that I'm sure we'll be exploring more in the future. Professor Chomsky, did you ever research the furrier lifestyle? I've always been curious about the occupational hazards demon. For what particular reason do you ask? It's just that I've always found it interesting that hunting and trapping can have such a dramatically negative impact on animal population. It's certainly true that hunting and trapping can have a significant impact on animal populations, but it's important to remember that those animals are often killed for their fur or meat, which is ultimately beneficial to humans, which is ultimately beneficial to humans. That makes sense. So you don't think that the furrier lifestyle is always negative? Well, I wouldn't say that it's always positive exactly, but I do think that it has its benefits. After all, many people benefit from the clothing and accessories made from animal pelts. That sounds like a fair point. Thank you, Professor Chomsky, for your insight into this topic. It was very interesting. You're welcome. Bye now, bro. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we discussed spatiality, vanquishments, and opportunism. We talked with world-renowned linguist and philosopher Noam Chomsky about the nature of space, how it has been used to advantage certain groups throughout history, and what can be done to reverse these dynamics. If you have any topics that you would like us to discuss, please let us know in the comments section below. Thank you again for listening. Here's today's poem, it's titled Spatiality. Spatiality is a fundamental characteristic of language use. Vanquishments are a common souvenir of the fur trade. Gourds signify vanquishments in many cultures.
newsmongers often use gourds as props in their stories. Mm-hmm. 